Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted that you're here with us this evening. It is uh, the eve of the inauguration in the United States tomorrow, so I love this time every four years makes me feel very patriotic, regardless of who's being sworn in as president. I think it's just terrific that, um, you know, it, and I think it basically influences everybody to have lots of pride. And for those of you that are in another country all over the world, I'm sure you feel pride about your country as well as we all should. So, um, so happy Inauguration Eve to everybody. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have uh, some callers who are ready to go, so I think we should probably just go ahead and go to the phones. And our first caller is Kathy. So, hi, Kathy. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Cincinnati, Ohio. All righty. And what's going on in Cincinnati? Well, you know, I don't have any burning questions tonight. I do have a question. Of course, I have a question, but nothing burning tonight. I just enjoy this show so much. I had to call in. Oh. <laughs> well, I I love it that you call in and to others who've called in in the past, please call us back. You're welcome to call in any time. I love it. It's fun to yeah. talk with you and and get, you know, get updates on what's going on. My gosh, you've had so much going on in your life. So um, hopefully things have calmed down. How is your dad? Um, you know, he had, uh, he had a little bit of an, <laughs> an issue the last two or three days here with his with his bladder, but um, almost ended up in the hospital. But crisis was averted, and um, mom says he's he's back on his slow max, and <laughs> apparently everything's now okay. So and I'm trying to get up to see him again here really soon, because um, he. Uh, although actually, I'll just ask this question. There technically is a question. I guess Katie, don't please bite me right now. My cat is like quit talking in my ear. <laughs> get off my lap if you don't want me to. Um, my dad, my mom said that my dad didn't know who I was the last time I was there. She said no. he kept talking about me. It like, I thought he did, but she said he kept saying, um, you know, my brother was here. And, and mom said, do you mean the one who was playing with your cat with her phone cord up on, you know? And he said, yeah, yeah, my brother. She said, hey, that's your daughter. That was your daughter. So is that, I mean, I'm sure at some level, spirit level, he knows it was me, but. Does that sound accurate that he's not? No, acting? he he knew that was you. I think he's referring to his brother. Does he have a deceased brother? See, I think what I thought, yes, he does. I think his brother's showing up. All, all his family. His brother's there, spirits. So. Yeah, does he have more than one brother who's deceased? Nope, he has one. 
Just one. Just yeah, that's just what one. he's talking about. Okay, okay. Well, that's, yeah. you know, it was kind of interesting. I was like, oh, no, he knew. But that was my, yeah, that was my yeah. guess. And he's and holding my, at phase 11, Kathy. Yeah, he's holding there? He's holding okay. there. He's just, okay. he's still in phase 11. Was he in phase, he was in phase 11 last time we spoke, I think. Last couple times, yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. the last time, last time you asked him and, you know, was he ready to go? And he said yes. And then was there... I forget what the question was, but there's something. But anyway, I'm asking him again. Are you ready to go? He's saying yes. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need? He's saying my girls. Yeah, I think that's the same exact thing he said. Right. Right. So, so uh, for those of us, for those of you who are listening for the first time, if you go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, you'll see the 12 phases of transition tab, and and. On that tab, it will lead you to diagrams that show the position of angels and our deceased loved ones and our deceased pets, spirits that are all with us as we're dying. And, um, and Kathy's dad is in phase 11 of 12, which means his parents' spirits are at his feet. They're angels that stretch out in both directions in a straight line from where his parents are at his feet. There are many, many spirits of friends and family um, who are there to welcome him. I call that the Welcome to Heaven Committee. It's really a glorious sight that I see. And people, Kathy, as I may have mentioned to you, people can hang out in different stages for days, weeks, or months. Yeah. And so just because somebody's in phase 11, it doesn't mean that they're going to go in the next five minutes. I mean, it yeah. may be drawn out. And doesn't your dad have some kind of dementia or Alzheimer's or something going on? Yeah. They, they, the best guess that doctors have given is that it's stroke-induced dementia. Okay. Okay. Lots of what, I, over the years. what I have found over the past 20-plus years that I've been doing this, Kathy, is that when somebody takes a long time to die, it means one of two things or sometimes both and that is the person needs to they need to clean up some stuff before they go you know there's some unfinished business they want to take care of and or it's it's prolonged so that the family will have time to say goodbye and to really deal emotionally with the person leaving yeah so and I oftentimes see that in um diseases like that are autoimmune diseases that somebody can have a prolonged death and take, you know, a long time to yeah. to finally go on to heaven. So yeah. my guess is that's probably what's going on with your dad. Yeah. Well, he was in really good, I mean, he's always been in really, and still is actually in really good health, except for you know, the dementia and now, now the, the last stroke made it impossible for him to walk. So he's bedridden now. So. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. He's such an active guy. He was an outdoor in the woods hiker all his life too. Yeah. Okay. Well, you said you had another question for me. Yeah, just a real quick one. Um, yeah. Update on Miss Miss Katie. I know I mentioned to you that she had surgery to have that tooth out. And Katie the, surgery, the cat, everybody. Katie the cat. Katie's the yeah, cat. Sorry. My my little girl, she had surgery to have that one tooth removed, and the surgery went well, and she generally has been recovering well. Right. Um, The the only thing that's 
that's weird is, um, and it's not going away, uh, and it started before the surgery. It may be tooth-related. Um, I don't know if she's got a pinched nerve or if she's having, like, little seizures, but her head, little head will jerk, jerk, you know, like, to the side. Um, and it doesn't happen constantly, but it happens many times a day. Um, and it, it does seem like it's a little uncomfortable or stressful for her, um, as much as you can tell that with a cat. So I was just curious what you see that that might be. I, I, I agree with you. I think she's having little seizures. Um, oh. I'm not getting that it's a pinched nerve. She is having seizures, but let's, let me get her on my radar and see if we can figure out what's causing the seizures. Um, everybody, when I say get somebody or some pet or some house or building or whatever on my radar, what happens is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit, which means I vibrate, I can raise my energy levels so that I vibrate very, very quickly. And I see a laser beam go from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama, and it's going to connect with the person or the animal directionally wherever they are. And so in this case, I'm going to connect with Katie the cat in Cincinnati. So it takes me just a nanosecond to do this. I turn my ability on and off at will because I don't go around scanning people because I don't think it's ethical. Secondly, it's none of my business. And third of all, I don't really want to know. <laughs> so, and that includes animals too. I mean, I don't really want to, I don't really care to know everything that's going on medically with every animal that I see. So here goes my laser beam from me here in Birmingham and it's heading up. Okay. I've got you, Katie, got Katie. Okay. Katie, what is up? Um, is she on medication? Is she on medication? Well, that's very interesting. I'm question. getting a yes. Well, she's not as of today. She doesn't know it yet. <laughs> um, All right. The medication's causing the seizures. You know what the medication was? What? It was pain medicine. Yeah, that's causing the seizures. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it worked for the pain when she needed it. It's kind of like when humans are in the hospital and they give you, you know, morphine and all these yeah. other just yeah. narcotic, serious narcotic drugs. And they say, yeah. well, you can't get addicted to it as long as it's dealing with pain. And, you know, there are different schools of thought on that. But I think it served its purpose, but that's good you're taking it off of it because that's what's causing our seizures. Okay. Yeah. Well, I noticed she hadn't ha seemed to have any this afternoon, and she had her last pain meds last night. Yeah, that's what's going so, on. Oh, good. Okay. So she's, she's yeah. no, no serious damage then. Okay. But other than that, she no, she looks okay. It's just okay. the medication that she was on. Okay. Well, the doctor wanted to put her on something else for her tummy issues, and it's and I looked it up, and it's like no, there are many cats that have died on metronidazole, um, and she doesn't need to be messing with medication if we're not sure she needs it. So right, I'm not, I'm I, not agree. Doing that. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So, okay. I agree. Well, well okay. thank you so much. You I bet. Good, good luck with. Um, Katie, and especially with your dad, and, yeah. and continue to look for the miracles yep. as you go through this with your dad. Continue. Yeah. There, there will be many. Um, yeah. Look for all the blessings. There will be many. And um, just spend as much time with them as you can. Even if you think he doesn't know it's you, spiritually he knows it's you. Yeah. Okay. 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 Thank you so much, Julie. No. You bet, Kathy. Take care. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Bye now. Bye.
Okay. Our next caller is Susie. Hi, Miss Susie. Hi, Julie. Thanks so much for taking my call. You bet. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Uh, from the San Francisco Bay Area. And how are things out there? Things are good. We're having a little break in the rainstorm. So yeah, you guys are getting drenched, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Got a lot of got some sun this afternoon, so that's nice. So well, good. I saw that yes. you've um, gotten enough rainfall that you're not in a drought anymore. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. Wow. Stuff. Nobody ever thought that thing would ever end. That was a long one. That that was a biblical proportions. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, goodness. Well, do you have a question for me? Uh, yeah, actually, I have a question for me and a question for my dog. So, um, okay. I guess I'll start with me and say that um, I've just, I've been going, I started going to physical therapy uh, recently for my tennis elbow and um, yeah. bicep tendonitis. And then I started wondering, since I have fibromyalgia, whether that was actually a good thing or not to be going to physical therapy because she does like really deep massage, you know, where they really um, press hard and it, you know, it hurts a lot, but that's not my concern. My concern was whether it actually can help when I have fibromyalgia. And I actually just got a call from my doctor, my lupus doctor, while I was on this call and uh, the nurse is saying that the doctor said it's really not um, not well tolerated to do that kind of deep massage work. And then they, they do the ultrasound, but I don't know you know, whether that's helpful or not. So that had been my question is whether it would be helpful to continue doing physical therapy, any part of it, or what else maybe I can do. Because it's been going on since last summer. And, um, is it real do that. and it's painful, Susie, I would imagine? Yeah, it's painful, but it seems like when I've been going to the physical therapy, it, it hurts a lot more. But I thought, well, maybe it's doing the healing work by, you know, when they do the deep tissue, um, mm-hmm. you know, dig in deep. But then the doctor's message just seemed to be that it's maybe not working the same way on me as it would someone without fibromyalgia. So that's what I'm thinking. Maybe I need to cancel my appointments for next week or not. I'm just not sure what to do, but I've been trying to do the exercises since about September when I first went to physical therapy to at least learn the exercises to do. After you've been to physical therapy and you wait a few days, does the pain get better? Do you see any change? Does it get worse? It sounds like it's getting worse when you're doing it because it hurts when you're doing it, but are you noticing any benefit? Um, Not yet because it's only been since last week that I started and so I've only been to three appointments and I just don't know whether to say three or four appointments I can't remember whether to know whether it's helping or not okay all right so let's go with my favorite question mm-hmm. you know how to do this mm-hmm. is it in Susie's best interest to go to physical therapy for treatment of her tennis elbow pain What's up first? And that was a long question. Let's see if we can straight. We'll see if we can shorten it. So, mm-hmm. is it in Susie's best interest to go to physical therapy? Period. Is it in Susie's best interest to go to physical therapy this week? Let's say this week. Let's make it now. Well, I already um, finished this week. It, it would be okay. Next. next week. <laughs> All right. Is it in Susie's best interest to go to physical therapy next week? What's the first thing that pops in your mind as fast as you can snap your finger? I don't know. That's why I'm calling okay. you. I'm really I not good I, at knowing. <laughs> I get a yes. I get really. a yes. So let's refine the question down. You know, spirits are really literal. You've heard me say that before. Mm-hmm. So is it in Susie's best interest to go to physical therapy next week 
to treat her tennis elbow pain. I'm getting a yes before that comes out. The question's even out. Hmm. Did you get an answer on that? No, I didn't because I know that I guess I'm just because the doctor's saying that 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 kind of massage stuff they do isn't helpful, so then I don't know what else they can do, really. Well, let's be more specific. Is it in Susie's best interest to have a conversation with the physical therapist about what would be best, the best way to treat her tennis elbow pain? I'm getting a yes on that. So that... That's why when I say let's refine down this question as much as we can, because our human minds, Susie, mm-hmm. ambiguity we take as bad, we humans, you know, mm-hmm. but really ambiguity is just ambiguity. We just don't know. We don't know enough. Mm-hmm. So when the doctor says, well, that kind of massage is bad, well, that's not the only thing that physical therapists can do. You know, they got all kinds of tricks they can do. Mm-hmm. So okay. perhaps it makes sense for you to go and we're getting, yes, you should go, you should go, but perhaps it makes sense for you to go and talk to him and say, hey, this is what my doctor said for this deep massage. What else can we do to help with help alleviate my pain? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so what can we do that won't be creating an inflammatory response? Mm-hmm. Because you're already inflamed with the fibromyalgia and the lupus. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh huh. Because that's what that is. It's a. It's a inflama- it, it creates inflammation throughout the body. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's worth a conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, the owner's going out of town tomorrow, so maybe I. I may say wait for the following week to talk to her about it because she's the one who's works on me. I was going to see someone else next week, so maybe I'll wait till the following week or call my lupus doctor and ask her for ideas too of what she suggests. So, yeah. well, okay. you, but but your physical therapist, I mean, chances are really good they've worked with people with lupus before. Yeah, I asked her the question today, but she didn't. The, the owner, who's really a big expert on hands, that's what the place is. She did not know whether. My, you know, my question had been whether this is, you know, helpful for someone with fibromyalgia and lupus, but she didn't know. So um, maybe I'll try to research it or something. So yeah, okay. let her research it too. Mm-hmm. You know, she's going to have um, resources that you're not going to know about. So mm-hmm. ask her to research it for you. Maybe shoot her an email mm-hmm. before you okay. go see her. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you. And then the question about the with my puppy is. Um, he got a, I just actually made a call before I called in, and he got a tick the other day, and oh. um, the last week he got a tick, and then we, my husband pulled it out and got the whole thing near his eye, and then this time when he went to pull it out, he did not get the whole thing, and, but we can't see where to get more, but we just see what we got, you know, which was not the whole thing, and when I called the vet just now, they were saying, oh, you need to, it's very bad, you need to bring him in to make sure you get the whole thing, or else it can do bad things. So I'm just wondering if you see that whether the tick's still there, it's it's above his um, right eye, it's Griffey, the golden yeah. retriever, the English cream golden retriever, who's going to be eight months on the 8th of February. And so. his name's Griffin? Griffey. Griffey. Okay. Griffey. Close. All right. Yeah. Let me get Griffey. I love that name. Let me get mm-hmm. him on my radar. Thank you. Yeah, there's a little bit of it left in there. I... I Google that, how to remove ticks from dogs. I've seen okay. stuff, Susie, about putting Vaseline on the spot. I've seen, 
um, and it smothers them, and they come oh, out. Okay. Oh, and, okay. Um, and I've seen, I'm trying to think of what else, but let me, you know, let me ask. Let me ask the spirits and beyond, as my son Jonathan used to say when he was really okay. Because I know we got part of it out, so then I don't know how, you know, how it works with okay. the rest of it. <laughs> Okay, I'm getting put Vaseline on it and put a hot compress on top of the Vaseline. Okay. Because it's going to make the tick, you know, hot, like warm. You know, Mm -hmm. get like a warm rag or something. I don't know. Good luck with trying to keep that on Griffin. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're going to have to hold Mm -hmm. it on him and pet him or something. But, Uh um, or even like a heating pad. Mm Mm-hmm, okay. Um, Okay. Because the... The, there's still part of it that's still in him. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And yeah. I did make an appointment with the vet tomorrow, so... Yeah, I, can, um, I would try that. And I would try the Vaseline. Uh-huh. Okay. Great. Well, thank you so okay. much. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for calling. <laughs> thank okay. you. Have a great week. Thank you. you. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. 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 Okay. Well, I hope Griffey's feeling better. And Katie, this is kind of a pet pet a couple of pet calls and human calls too at the same time tonight we record this show everybody every thursday night and it's at eight eastern seven central five pacific and the call-in number is 712-770-4160 and the access code is 533-677-POUND Now, I don't expect you to remember all those numbers, but what you can do is go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and if you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, you'll see all these numbers posted with the times and the different time zones to call in. Also, when you're there, you can click on a button and submit a question if you're unable to join us on the call. I prefer that you call in because it's way more fun to talk with you. Um, but, you know, worst case scenario, send in a question and I'll, and I'll get to it as soon as I can to answer it. Also, when you're on the website, sign up for my newsletter, which is basically a blog, and it involves a question that somebody has submitted online, and then I answer it. And it'll take you less than a minute to read it. But as importantly, it has all of these call-in numbers on the, in the body of the email. So it's a reminder to call in and it, it makes it easy for you. And then while you're on my website, schedule an appointment with me because then I'll get you for a whole hour and we'll be able to do all kinds of fun things like scan you medically, talk to your deceased loved ones, scan your pets, scan your house if you need something, um, whatever. It, it, it actually ends up being really interesting and a lot of fun when I get you all to myself for an hour. So keep that in mind. This show, as I mentioned, is recorded on Thursday nights, and then it's available for download either on iTunes or Stitcher, iHeartRadio. I think there are about 35 different outlets, and it's also available on the Law of Attraction radio network on Saturdays. So you can get it through any one of those outlets. And when you download it, you can then... um, Put a note in there that you subscribe to the feed, and then each week when the new show is posted, then you'll be able to get a note on it and and be able to download it and join us. 
So speaking of commission, uh, commissions, speaking of questions that have been uh, submitted online, my tongue was ahead of my brain there for a minute. Or maybe it was my brain was ahead of my tongue. I don't know. But anyway, I have several. And let's see if we can get some of these read to give people some answers. The first one comes from Jessica, Jessica, and she lives in Mexico City, Mexico. And she writes, Hi, Julie. I just met your show while I was browsing for Law of Attraction podcasts, and I'm using the Law of Attraction now to get an answer from you. And I believe I will. I was in a relationship for four years, and it was hard, but we went separate ways. I've never forgotten him, and now, after a year and a half, I want to get back together. Problem is, he's already moved on. I know everyone has had their heart broken once or twice, but I don't feel like I can move on from this. I always thought he was the, quote, bad one in the story, making me suffer, but now that he's happy and I'm not, I started to wonder if this is karma and I was indeed the bad one. Am I now paying for it? I once had a dream in which I killed him in a past life. So, my two questions are, number one, am I really in debt with him from a past life? And number two, is there some way we could ever be back together? I can't move on from this relationship because the past six years of my life were all about him. I'm writing to you from Mexico City, where I'm currently living, and I thank you and the universe for helping me with this. Congratulations on your work. And here's my response. Hi, Jessica. Thanks for your question. Good job using the law of attraction to get an answer from me. First and foremost, this situation does not involve a karmic debt from a past life. It's a role you and your ex-love are playing in this lifetime to continue your spirit's journeys. Our soulmates can be and are parents, children, lovers, spouses, business acquaintances, etc. And we most likely assume their current role in a past life. So by that I mean if somebody's your parent in this lifetime, chances are you've been that person's parent in another lifetime. I went on to say, we're all eternally connected to everyone in our lives for all of our lives. We're even connected to them in non-physical when we're in heaven. Our spirits, souls, I use those terms interchangeably, choose to incarnate to create and have a human experience. Imagine yourself as an actor in a play or a movie. You assume a role and continually expand in that role or move on to something new. Your ex-love had, a part, had his part to play as well. Per your question about whether you could ever get back together again, my answer is, of course. That's where free will comes in. You two can reunite if you wish to. In order to help you move on, spend a few minutes writing everything you want your life to be in the next 10 years. Date it January 2027 and write it in present tense. Think big and include every detail you can. Imagine your family life. Are you married? Do you have kids? Where do you live? What kind of furniture do you have? Do you live in a house, an apartment, a condo? Do you have any pets? What interests you? You get the idea. Include everything you can with every detail of your life, but be sure and write it in the present tense. So 
I live in a five-bedroom house in Mexico City that's white with pillars or, you know, whatever. But be as specific as you can and, and be as crazy blue sky, think as big as you can when you're doing this. Date and sign the paper and read it once a year. You're going to be amazed at how most, if not all, of the life you describe materializes. This exercise will seem magical because it is. And that's what the law of attraction and manifesting is all about. Good luck. So thank you, Miss Jessica from Mexico City. Hope that information helps. To everybody else, it's really a fun exercise to do that. And um, try it. I mean, if you don't want to do 10 years out, do five years out depending on how old you are. If you're young, let's say if you're under 30, you know, do 10 years out. If you're 30 or older, do five to 10 years. And and then just watch all of it materialize. It's pretty fun when that happens. So let's go to our next caller, and I believe it's Musa. Hi, Musa, are you with us? Yes, I am here, Judith. How are you doing? Hi there. How are you, sir? I am good. Thank you. Good, good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Today I'm calling from Connecticut. Connecticut. Oh, well, terrific. What's going on in New England? (laughs) Nothing. Nothing? Are you up there for work? Yes, for work. Yeah. Is it snowing or is it nice? Oh, it's nice. Actually, uh, about 40, 45. It's pretty nice. No problems here. No snow, no nothing. Well, Good. Good. Well, you got a question for me? Sure do. Uh, today, okay. I, uh, I've noticed that I've had a lot of low energy. There are okay. times where I feel like I have trouble just getting off the bed and just going to work, so to yeah. say. Yeah. And uh, I-, I was just trying to see if there's anything you can find related to that. Yeah. Let me get you on my radar. And uh, and then I will let you know what I what I see. Now, again, everybody, I'm going to send energy. There's going to be a laser beam that's going to go from me here in Birmingham. It's going to go hook into Musa in Connecticut, and then I'm going to shoot energy from his feet up through the top of his head. And it's going to be like I my eyes are closed when I do this, and it's like I have a big screen TV in my head, and I can see broken bones, torn ligaments, spiral infections, bacterial infections, whatever is going on. It's almost as if I'm looking at an X-ray or a, an MRI or a CT scan. And when I do this, I don't edit what I get, Musa. I'm just going to tell you everything that I see simply because I'm the messenger. My feeling about that is, who in the heck am I to judge what you need to hear? So I, I just am going to gonna, gonna um, tell you what I see. So here goes my laser beam. All right, got you. It just takes a second to get you. Got you. Shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. All right, you've got some little inflammation stuff going on in your the trunk of your body. I would say from your waist up and it goes down your arms. Are you having any tingling or anything um, in your arms or your hands? Like not not like it's asleep, you know, when you lay on your arm at night and you wake up and your arm's kind of numb because you've been laying on it. But do you ever, are, are you feeling that, that there's just a little bit of, just don't feel right a little you're getting like little tingles or little almost little electrical shocks 
kind of a thing in your extremities? Uh, Does that mean no, anything? I haven't really, I haven't okay. Paid any attention to that lately? Okay, that's what I'm seeing, and it's like there's a um, there's these little pricks of inflammation. It's not big inflammation like I normally see when somebody's inflamed. And what that looks like to me, everybody, and Musa is just red energy. And energy reminds me, and it comes in different colors depending on what's going on with somebody, but it looks like the fog that an athlete runs through from the fog machine, you know, when they're mm-hmm. running out onto the field or into the, onto the basketball court or whatever. Um, so that's normally what I see when there's a lot of inflammation. You have little spots of inflammation, like I said, in your trunk, and they go, it's like they're traveling upwards to your shoulders and then going down your arms. So um, let me get that cleared up and see what's up with that. So what I'm doing is I'm applying energetic anti-inflammatory uh, blue, looks like blue fog, but it's dry, um, you know, when we think of fog, we think of fog as being wet or moist. The energy that I see looks like fog, but it's dry. It's almost like a dry mist, if you can picture that. So I'm getting that calmed down. I think you got some you got some toxins in your system um, that's going on, and I'm getting that it, perhaps it's heavy metal. What? Tell me what you eat. What are you eating? Are you eating, are you taking like fish oil supplements or are you eating a lot of salmon or fish or what are you doing? Uh, lately, I have a very balanced diet. Uh, okay. I eat, a, I eat fish and chicken, no meat, uh, okay. vegetables sometimes. What kind of fish are you eating? Uh, I would probably say salmon. Okay. Be sure it's wild caught. Okay. Don't eat that farm salmon because that stuff's nasty. It's got, it's got like all kinds of stuff in it. Okay. So oh. when you're eating salmon, when you're traveling and you're in a restaurant, ask them if it's wild caught. Tell them, ask them wild what caught. kind of wild caught fish they have. Okay. Okay. Or, or when you're shopping, um, I buy my fish, a lot of it frozen, and I get it at Costco. Costco has great, a great selection of wild-caught fish. They've got salmon. They've got mahi. They've got you know, all kinds of stuff. So um, try that. Um, but ask when you're in a restaurant, is this mm-hmm. wild-caught or is it farm-raised? Okay. And most of it's going to be farm-raised. Okay? So... Let me get, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get this, you've got some heavy metal stuff going on. So I'm going to get that detoxed from your system. And it looks like little um, specks of metal. That's how I can tell when there's, when somebody's got heavy metal toxicity going on. Also, do you have your, do you have metal fillings in your teeth? Uh, uh I did have a feeling about two weeks ago. Okay. I'm not okay. sure what, whether it's related to it or not. Look in the mirror and see if it's the color of your teeth or if it's silver. Are you close by a mirror? Yeah. Because that may, that may be part of the problem. 
So are you feeling more fatigued since you had that filling done? Well, I've been having it really off and on the last couple of months. It's nothing Okay. New. So what's the filling look like? Well, you can't see it well. I don't know. Okay. All right. Spot. I really have to have, probably have someone else take a look at it for me. Or something. All right. Okay, so that can come from metal fillings. Um, if you have metal fillings, you, you probably want to work on getting those replaced, but go to somebody that knows what they're doing on how to get those out because when they um, take them out, they can release a vapor from the metallic filling, the amalgam, and it can make you really sick. So you got to go to somebody that really knows what they're doing. And if you're getting a filling in a tooth or you're getting a crown, you always want to ask for a non-amalgam. You want something that's going to be porcelain. Okay. So here's what I want you to do, Musa. I want you to go to bulletproofexec.com slash diet. You can download a free food chart there, a food chart that will tell you what to eat. Sounds like you're eating a lot of it already. I want you to pound broccoli. Eat as much broccoli as you can eat because broccoli is going to help detox those heavy metals. Squash is another good thing that will detox. Fresh berries will help your body detox. Google heavy metal detox foods that that will help detox heavy metals and you'll come up with a bunch of different foods you can eat but i know broccoli is a big one and again you can buy frozen broccoli at costco i get this jumbo bag of frozen broccoli it's like six bucks i put it in the freezer i you know take the broccoli out and i and i microwave it and it's wonderful it's way less expensive. It tastes better. It's fresher. I don't, my husband agrees. We eat that stuff all the time. And it, I mean, it's this gigantic bag of frozen organic broccoli. And I, I want to say it's six bucks and change. Okay. At Costco. Well, Do you have a Costco gonna, where you live? Oh, yeah. There's one back in, back home. So I'll definitely Okay. Be all right. Costco, Sam's probably has the same thing. But, you know, and I'm sure grocery stores do, too. They just don't have the big quantities. So do that and then download that food chart, and that will help um, help give you some guidelines. The other thing is, and you know this, eat organic as much as you yeah. can because the chemicals that they're spraying on our food supply are just really causing a lot of havoc with people's bodies. So eat organic as much as you can and eat wild caught fish, you know, free range chicken. If you're going to eat meat, eat, try and eat grass fed if you can. And, um, and that will help with that. Okay. I really think it's what you're eating. The other thing is, are you taking any vitamins? I'm getting that you may be low in B12. I'm getting that you are low in B12. Uh, not recently. I have not been taking much. Okay. Recently. Again, go to Costco or any CVS or Walgreens or any place like that and go get B12. And it's a little, you know, those little baby aspirins. Did you ever take those when you were a kid? Yeah. yeah. And they're fruit flavored. They're orange or cherry or something. B12, you can put it under your tongue. It dissolves. And that's going to help you feel so much better, too, if you can do that. The other big one that I'm seeing that makes sense for you is D3. D3. D, like David. D3. And again, 
you know, get a big bottle of it at Costco. And you need to take, um, I would say take about 8,000 milligrams of that Musa. So take four of those. They come in 2,000 little capsules, the ones that I get at Costco that we take. And then the B12, you just need one of those in the morning with a, with a multi. Okay. But if you add those two things, get Mm -hmm. some sunlight on your skin, eat stuff that's, you know, as organic as you can and as as undiluted and uncontaminated as you can. And I think that's going to help you a lot. Well, thank you very much. I'm definitely going to try it out. Okay. Well, enjoy your time in Connecticut and have a safe trip home. Awesome. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks for calling in. Bye now. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer for just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth bedding. I love them and so will you. All right, let's go back to another question that was submitted online. And this one comes from Amanda, and Amanda lives in Mesquite, Texas. And she asked, hi, Julie, I was diagnosed in my late teens, early 20s with right hip dysplasia. The doctor said I would need a hip replacement later in life. I experienced pain in the right hip and in my inner right thigh. In addition, I was in a car accident in 2010. There's residual lingering pain and edema in my right ankle and sensitivities in the right side of my neck and shoulder. I've experienced healing improvements and believe in the body's ability to heal itself. I suspect that all of my right side body experiences are related. I would love to receive any guidance about what I'm missing, blocks or healing of these symptoms. Thank you. And here's my response. Hi, Amanda. When connecting with you in Texas, I saw that your right hip joint doesn't fit together as it should. I believe your doctor gave you an accurate diagnosis, and I also believe hip replacement will eliminate your pain. In addition, I saw scar tissue in your neck and shoulder. While scanning you, I saw a healing occur on these areas. A shaver instrument, exactly like those used in arthroscopic surgery, and I have in parentheses, remember, I'm an inventor of orthopedic surgery devices and have been in countless orthopedic surgeries. I went on to say, was used to shave away the scar tissue. It was putting pressure on the muscles and nerves and causing pain. The shaver, everybody, looks like a... um, it's a silver colored, uh, how can I say, how can I explain this? It, it's like a silver color, co- colored stick and it's got like a blade 
in it, like cut into it, and it rotates really fast, and that's how things are shaved. Um, during arthroscopy, when your knee or your shoulder or another body part is being scoped, that's what actually happens in surgery. So with regard to your ankle, again, scar tissue was the culprit. I watched it get shaved as well. When I asked what you could do to strengthen your ankle, I saw a scene of you standing at a weight machine tower. You had a strap around your right ankle and were doing sideways leg lifts. Check with a trainer or physical therapist about whether that exercise will help. Lastly, you have a large vertical tear in your energy field membrane. It's a little right of center and extends from your collarbone to just below your hip. Since it and your problems are all on the right side of your body, it's fairly obvious to me there's an issue with your masculine energy. And I have in parentheses, in Kabbalah and many cultures, the right side of the body corresponds to masculine energy and the left side is considered to be the feminine side. Now, what that means is the feminine side would be things we would equate with motherhood, nurturing, loving, you know, taking care of everybody, that kind of stuff. The masculine side would be more the hunter-gatherer, you know, go out and catch the the um, wild animal for dinner and bring it home and you, the provider, the moneymaker, the, that kind of thing. And in our current culture, we've really intermingled the two because women aren't just stay-at-home wives and moms anymore you know we're as we're bringing in as much money if not more than our partners who are male so but when I see an imbalance a lot of times it has to do with that masculine energy that there's some kind of a block or some kind of issue going on with being able to provide for the family I went on to say please contact me for a private session if you want to explore and heal the energy field membrane tear It'll help your body heal. Just go to AskJulieRyan.com, click on, a ske- click on Schedule a Session, and pick a date and time. Now, let me explain what that means. When I do a private consult with somebody, there are three phases. The first one is diagnosis. So you heard me talk about that with Musa and also with uh, Susie earlier and with Kathy earlier, our other callers. And what I do is I connect to the person, I shoot energy through them, and I'm shown something that's going on in their body. That's the first phase. The second phase is there's always some kind of a healing that occurs. A hundred percent of the time, there's some kind of an energetic healing that occurs. So in Moose's case, what happened was that energy, that blue anti-inflammatory energy came and it helped calm down his inflammation. And then I helped eradicate, I pushed the heavy metal toxins out of his body energetically. So that would have been the healing phase. The phase we didn't get to with Musa, our last caller, was the energy field membrane tear. And everybody's spirit, as I perceive it, has an outer membrane lining to it. And it consists of kind of this, this 
membrane that has the consistency of saran wrap, really thin saran wrap, has a little bit of a rubbery feel to it. When I see somebody having a medical or a psychological condition, there's always some kind of a tear or a hole in the energy field membrane. And it's caused by some kind of emotional trauma, either in this lifetime or a past lifetime. Now, it can be serious, like somebody's mugged or attacked at some point in their life or in a really bad accident or something like that. Or it can be something really inconsequentially, seemingly inconsequential in that somebody called you a bad name when you were a small child and it hurt your feelings. So it can run that whole gamut. But what happens is when we have emotional trauma, it causes an energy block doesn't let the energy flow through our body freely, and it causes a blowout. It's kind of like if you have, you know, if you dam up water in a dam, eventually the dam's going to break if the water can't flow. Well, what happens then is when there's a tear in the energy field membrane, that energy starts leaking out of the body and the body can't operate on full power. So what I do in the third phase of a private healing is I'll dive into that hole or that tear and I'll be shown some kind of a scene and it'll either be something that happened in this lifetime or a past lifetime. But regardless, I'll be shown who you're with, a little bit about what's going on. I'll be given the year. I'll be given where it happened and a little bit of detail. Once we illuminate what that is, that terror, that hole in the energy field membrane gets repaired and it allows the body to operate on full power. So it allows the body to return to homeostasis or return to its optimal level. So that's what I'm talking about with this energy field membrane tear for Amanda. Okay, here I think I have time for another question. This is from Sarah and Sarah lives in the Shetland Isles in Scotland in the UK. And she writes, hi, Julie, I was driving to work the other night and your show started playing in the car through my phone, which prompted me to send in a question. I find your show fascinating. Me too. My husband and I are going to go for IVF treatment in the next few months, so I'm preparing and getting myself in tip-top condition. We're hoping to bring another child into our lives. We now have a little girl who was conceived through IVF five years ago. I would like to know if we'll be successful this time and if everything will be okay. Really hope to hear hear back from you. All the best, Sarah. And here's my response. Hi, Sarah. Great to hear from you. Yes, I believe you will conceive and have at least one additional child. And I believe all will go well. When I connected to you, again, laser beam comes from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. And in Sarah's case, It went across the Atlantic Ocean and hooked in with her in Scotland. So I go back and I said, when I connected to you, I could see two babies' energies attached to your energy field. They look like orbs you most likely have seen in a photograph and like the bubble of light the good witch Glenda uses to enter Munchkin Land in the Wizard of Oz movie. Do you remember the bubble? There was like a bubble of light that she came in to Munchkin Land on. And also in the um, play Wicked, some of you may have seen that when it was on Broadway or when it was touring um, both in the U.S. and abroad, you know, they bring Glenda in on the bubble 
to get into munchkin land. It's great. So I go back to say one baby spirit is above your shoulder, which is where I normally see it. And the other is a bit behind in the distance behind you. So there's a there's an orb above her shoulder. And then if I look past her shoulder, there's another orb that's hanging out in the distance and I can see it's on its way coming in. This means at this moment in time, two babies have the possibility of joining your family. But relax, though. They're not twins. So they're going to come in at different times. If You may have two more pregnancies at different times. I don't get that they're twins. When I see twins energy, there's a, an orb above each shoulder of the mother. And if it's more than twins, I'll see the number of babies um, you know, above the mother's shoulder. It's wild when I see that. And it's pretty scary to the moms unless they know they're pregnant with multiples. Okay. As you prepare for your next child, please check out the Better Baby book by Lana Asprey, MD. Dr. Asprey not only restored her own fertility, she's an expert on what moms can do before they get pregnant to be healthy themselves and help their babies be healthy as well. Good luck and have fun making those babies. So Sarah from Scotland, thanks for your question. Okay, let me see if I can do one more. Let's do one more. And this comes from Julie in Port Charlotte, Florida. And she asked, hi, Julie. First, I'd like to send you a very special hello from another Julie. I have two issues that are literally ruining my life. They are, number one, I can't stay awake. It's way beyond fatigue. I'm sleeping 18 plus hours a day and no one can find anything wrong with me. Number two is positional vertigo. Everything spins all the time. Is there anything I can do to relieve either issue? I'm trapped at home on disability and flat broke. Thank you so much for all you do. And here's my response. Hi, Julie. So sorry to hear about your health issues. When scanning you, I saw that you are full of black mold. Are you living in a home that's had water damage? If not, you either have a leak or just lots of mold from the human, often damp Florida climate. Breathing mold toxins can cause the symptoms you mentioned as well as many others. The following free resources are a great place to start. Number one, go to moldymovie.com and watch the documentary film. It'll be a great education on the ramifications of living in a moldy environment. Number two, go to survivingmold.com. There you'll find a lot of terrific suggestions for mold remediation. And number three, another site you may want to visit is paradigmchange.com. In the meantime, I energetically sucked out a lot of the mold in your system and suggest you sleep outside when at all possible. That'll at least give your body a break from the constant barrage of mold toxins it's now inhaling and absorbing. I'm hoping that Julie has maybe a screen-in porch or perhaps in Florida, a lot of times if there's a pool, the pool will have a screen over it. So I'm hoping that she can sleep someplace where... um, Obviously, where it's safe, but I'm envisioning some kind of a screened-in structure that she can sleep in. I'm not, I'm not telling her to just go sleep outside in the grass and, you know, and see what happens. I mean, obviously, sleep on a lounge chair or something um, in a screened-in area. And I said, I uh, hope these recommendations help you get going in a healing direction. So with Julie, 
what I saw when I say you're full of black mold, I can see mold inside of somebody's energy field. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sometimes it's green mold and it kind of looks like moss that you see growing, you know, out in the woods or the moss that you buy in a craft store to put in a flower arrangement sometimes. You can get those. Um, but when I see black mold, that stuff's really dangerous. And it can really mess up your health and mess up your body. So um, since she says she doesn't really have many resources, if she goes to those websites, it won't cost her anything. And it'll leave, at least give her some um, suggestions for things that she can do in the short run until she can get in to see a doctor and get herself well. Well, speaking of that, we are about out of time. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend and an even better week. Call in next Thursday. I'd love to hear from you. Submit your questions online. And thanks for listening. Take care, everybody. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.